have a quiet little motel when in fact it has now become known as the scene of the crime. Hey everybody, this is Pop Horror View the Movie Podcast. I am Matt along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. Okay, so as you can tell, we had a different intro today and that's because it is October it's and it's our spoopy season. I was going to call it Slashtober. It's the spoopy it's season. It's the spoopy season. But spoopy's not scary. It's the spoopy, spoopy season. Well, if it was the spoopy season, why aren't we talking about Halloween Town and witches and under wraps? Because we spoopy. Yeah, because we just like because spoopy doesn't mean what you think it means. What does spoopy mean? Educate me. Whatever we want it to. So mean. So what does it mean? That what we're doing now. Oh, so right slasher yeah. killing and spoopy. murder. Spoopy. Okay. Have you not realized that spoopy, despite Jimmy's love for Halloween and anything creepy, do you not realize that the word spoopy is like literally one of our favorite words? No, I know you say it all the time, but I I didn't know if it was just like this is our spooptacular podcast. That was last year. And it's again this year. And it's again this year. Spooptacular. Welcome back to the Spooptacular podcast. Season two. Spooptacular. Pop, poor, spoop. So is our first season <laughs> not spooptap- spoop, Spooptacular? This is spoop, Spooptacular, though. I feel revenge. like I keep saying poop, and <laughs> well, <laughs> but it's spoop. Technically, you are saying. Just put spooptacular. Spoop. Can we call it pop, poor, spoop this year? Pop, poor, spoop, spoopy? No. No, no, no. Spoop. So what movie well, are we talking about? <laughs> the 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 so this month is slashers and what people call, well I read a lot I mean you might have a different answer to this but what I've read online is people say this is the first slasher movie um and it's Psycho thoughts uh, Jimmy I've read it multiple times so that's why I said it but I knew I was gonna maybe get pushed back there's one other keeping movie. Tom yes okay that's the other but movie she, I'm not sure what year that came out but that's considered. I think it was like right around the same yeah. time can we look up the definition of what slasher movie means? Because to be quite honest, I don't consider Psycho a slash movie, more so a psychological thriller. I can see it as a slasher. It's like killing. I don't consider it a slasher, but that could be because of the way that a slasher type movies have evolved over mm-hmm. the years. So okay. what is the definition, Jimmy? So... It says, slasher films are a genre of horror most popular from the late 50s to the early 90s defined by its use of generally masked killer harassing and murdering groups of people. The genre and its popular films created many tropes we see in horror today. In characteristics, usually there's a psychopathic killer who stalks and graphically murders a series of adolescent victims in a typically random, unprovoked fashion, killing many within a Dramatic pause. Uh, I didn't click the link. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that was a great definition, Jimmy. Good job. Unprovoked fashion. Unprovoked okay. fashion. Okay. That was great. So I, f- I feel like... Mostly within a single day. I feel like Psycho kind of fits into that. I think yes I think before no. the slasher phase came in. Yes, obviously it's 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 more... I think it was a very like subtle slasher. I, is the word I'm trying to think of. Because now it's like Halloween then brought in, or was it Black Christmas first? Black Christmas was first, but Halloween is what, like... And then he started killing everyone. And that was, I, oh, besides point, when we were trying to figure out the movies, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be great. There's so many. I was like, Halloween, we did it already. Wait, Scream. Oh, we did that already too. And then I think we had another, you had another one, that I think, that... Black Christmas? Yeah, yeah and I was Which like, well, we, we did, we did a version, we talked about it. So I was like, literally, the, the ones you literally think of, we were like, just kidding, we're doing different ones today. So, Psycho, let me give a summary. A Phoenix secretary embezzles $40,000 from her employer's client, goes on the run, and checks into a remote motel run by a young man under the domination of his mother. And the Rotten Tomato score is critics is 96 and audiences is 95%. Today, this month is different. Jimmy's doing 
Jimmy, Jimmy provided the information for half the show today, so I'm it should already, be fun. I'm all So please, please ready. forgive us. Please <laughs> forgive us if okay. it seems hectic. Um, you can go in just a second. Let me say the drink. It is called the Bloody Pumpkin. It is vanilla ice cream, pumpkin pie vodka, pumpkin puree, mar- maraschino cherry juice, graham crackers, milk, and whipped cream. It's like a pumpkin milkshake, pretty much. Okay. So. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that, but okay. Okay. So ready, Jimmy, are you ready for shotgun facts? Yes, I am. Please begin. Okay. Number one, director Alfred Hitchcock origi- originally envisioned the shower, shower sequence. Hey, slow down, Jimmy. You're like, you're like speeding it up. <laughs> I thought we were going to... Okay. What? Oh. Director Alfred Hitchcock originally envisioned the shower sequence as completely silent, but Bernard Herrmann went ahead and scored it anyway, and upon hearing it, Hitchcock immediately changed his mind. And another fun fact that goes with this, Hitchcock also doubled Bernard Herrmann's score... Uh, a salary for this movie upon hearing the score. What do you mean? His what do you what do you like mean? what he was getting paid? He he doubled it on the spot. I have to say just, this just because he heard the score. And he's this like, That's score perfect. is amazing. amazing. Like even like like even just like ran like the noises like just of the shower scene part. It's like it it gave I don't know why, but the very beginning of the movie. Sorry, really quick. Uh, like the main title credits. Mm-hmm. Was that the way they? Oh, was that the end credits for Winter Soldier? The very like lines and stuff. It, they weren't um, um, what's it called when? Oh, they weren't like redacting things. It, that was just a style. No, I know, but that's that's similar, right? I was like, I feel like I've kind seen of, something before. That, that, I love the style. That's um, Hitchcock used that graphic designer in a lot of his movies, and I cannot remember his name. Uh, once again, director Alfred Hitchcock bought the rights to the novel anonymously from Robert Block for only $9,000. He then bought up as many copies of the novel as possible to keep the ending a secret. Okay, this was a great fun fact because I was wondering, I was like, how do people not, maybe it's different now because I feel like when there's a book that comes out and there's a big scene, everyone's expecting that scene. No, no, no. Can I tell you some, here's, I can give you one, The Red Wedding on Game of Thrones. That was in the book? It was in the book, but people who had read the book did not spoil it. They said, you have to go through it. We went through and read in the book. A lot of, there's a lot of books and movies that are like, like, I read the book. The ending is unbelievable, but I'm not going to tell you until now, you see the movie now, or read the book. I didn't read. I watched Game of Thrones later, so like I already knew about the Red Wedding. But the people was that like people weren't expecting that, right? People, that was a big surprise, right? No, well, I, I know people who stopped watching the show after that. Why? Because, because they were upset. They're upset. Uh, I said I can't. I can't do it. So anymore. like I watched Game of Thrones late as well, but I remember when the Red Wedding happened because literally every single entertainment site was filled with the red wedding like people were losing their shit over this fucking episode so like i am very shocked but i'm also not that shocked now is it more was that more of a surprise than ned stark dying because i remember i watched by the way i watched what was it called 7852 uh the uh, alfred's hitchcock shower scene on hulu an amazing documentary about psycho Uh, i'll talk about it more when we get into the episode but they mentioned ned stark's death they don't mention the red wedding I don't know. I, because I it was, like was that the first wedding, season or third season? That was the first season. No, I mean um, Red Wedding. The third season. Third season. Maybe that's why, because it was like the first season, so it was like that was a big thing. Also, everyone knows that what, whoever played Ned Stark, I cannot remember his name right now. Sean Bean. Yes, he he, he doesn't make it out alive in the first season. It's it's like he dies in everyone. It's a running joke with him that he always dies, and even he has acknowledged the fact that all of his characters always fucking die. He literally dies in every fucking movie, and he acknowledges it, and he's just like, you know what? It used to bother me a lot. But I'm a pop culture icon because of it. That's what I was going to say. You, <laughs> I feel like you become more famous because of it. 
But like that's what I wonder. When I saw this, I was like, I already knew about it, obviously, because it's such, like the movie's so old. But it was like going into the theater. I know he like changed how movie theater processes work. Well, it's sorry. Once oh. again, another fun sorry. fact. You can go then. Sorry, I'll talk about Wait, it in a second. Uh, I don't know what your. Does your fun fact have to do with the book? No. Okay, so I also know that even if you had read the book and knew about her death, that they did take liberties with it because the book is 17 chapters and Marion Crane, or in the book her name is Mary, Marion Crane is only in two out of 17 of those chapters versus this movie where they elongated the two chapters that she's in. She's actually really only in it for like this much, but she's in it, this movie for like what? A majority half of it. the movie. Yeah, I would half say the she's movie. about half the movie. Yeah. So it's like, you know, even if you did read the book, I feel like that, you know, because movies take so many liberties with books that you don't just seeing her in it for that length of time, you would be like, okay, I'm not 100% positive where this is going. I guess that's true. Because also, I think I, I think in the documentary I read that the trailer actually saw, I mean, it showed, it looked like it was Vera Miles, they said in the trailer. Well, so Vera the, Miles was also a uh, body double in the shower when she couldn't be there. No, oh, wasn't. really? I thought Vera Miles was a body double. No, first. it was, it was someone, the one. It was no, someone no, else. That was the nude, the nude model for her. But I think that Vera Miles, they said, I think I could be wrong. I could have misunderstanding something. But I do think that she also, when Janet Lee couldn't be on set, Vera Miles was was a maybe wasn't for that scene. Maybe it was for like other scenes. But she also did stand in work for her. Oh, because they didn't say on the documentary. It might have been then for like other scenes. Because I think they might have they have filmed it for the trailer to s- fool everyone. Maybe that's what you're thinking of. I don't Maybe, know. Maybe I don't know. Because I remember they said like the um. Because there was a big controversy of the shower scene with the body double yeah. and whether or not there was one. Oh, there people didn't think there was one. So there's a body double. I forgot what her name was. It starts with an M, and her last name is like Renfrey or something like it, that. Yeah, she's in the documentary. So one of the biggest controversies was whether or not Janet Lee was the one who was actually in the shower the entire time and doing you know the semi nudish scenes, but you know. Janet Lee says that throughout the entire week of filming, because it took a week to film the shower scene, that during the entire week that she was the one in the shower the entire time. But other people were saying that, no, that the body double was the one that they showed when they closed up on like her stomach or, um, you know, the outline of her breast and that she was the body double. I think when they put the body in the shower curtain. Oh, yeah, I think that is her. So I think that was her, but it was like a whole thing because Janet Lee's like, no, I was in that shower the entire time, seven days a week. And then people were like, other people were saying, no, she wasn't in it the whole time. It was like a big thing. And then it was like an even bigger thing. Okay. No, the actress's name was Marley Renfro. Okay. I thought you were going to yell at me. (laughs) No, you're wrong. And the other thing was that their other controversy with the shower scene was whether or not Alfred Hitchcock was the one who actually filmed it. Yeah, they talked. I mean, yeah. directed it mm-hmm. because there was a whole big thing. And I'm trying to remember, was that in that movie Hitchcock with Gary Oldman? Him not directing it? Wait, there were no, no. It was Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. I'm so sorry. What'd you just say? When we watched an uh uh the movie Hitchcock with Anthony yeah. Hopkins, I feel like there was a big thi- that they addressed it, but I I haven't seen it since we saw it in theaters all those years ago. But like I feel like they addressed it in I that movie. I can't remember. I I vaguely remember him being on set with the shower scene. Yes, with Scarlett Johansson played Janet Lee, right? Yeah, exactly. And Jessica Biel played Jessica Biel Miles. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yes, you are correct. Like I think I think they might have. Um, but I think I feel like. They might have said that in Hitchcock just has like a throwaway line saying like like to address it because I feel like I remember them saying do you want to direct I feel like it was a scene where it's like 
I feel like they said like, do you want to do you want someone else to direct it while you're making the movie? And he was like, no, I'm doing it. I feel like I vaguely remember something. Well, he got a cold when directing Psycho, so I mm-hmm. know there was a time where he was bedridden, and I think that was in the movie. But I I think I distinctly remember that with the shower scene, there was something going on, and they might have addressed it. But again, I haven't seen Hitchcock yeah. since I saw it in theaters all those years ago. I have to say though, after like watching Psycho, then watching the documentary, reading about it, like. I can read about this movie for so long and yeah. I kind of want to watch the movie again. I might appreciate Hitchcock more now. Now, like knowing, cause I literally like, I don't know, this movie has so much like interesting behind the scenes stuff that I would be like, I, cause I remember the movie was like, okay. Like he was really good, but the movie itself was okay. Cause they focus more on the Ed. Don't they, didn't they have like weird Ed Gein scenes where he talks to like Ed, or like a serial killer or something. I vaguely remember that, but I, I have once again, I haven't seen that movie. Since now I kind of want to watch it after reading all this. Cause it was like, this movie has, it's like such an interesting like just pop culture thing yeah i I just really like this movie i mean i'll get into it when we get into the movie so jimmy go on to the next shotgun fact okay multiple characters in halloween are inspired by this movie jamie lee curtis was cast as the heroine in this movie based on her casting based on the casting of her mother janet lee in psycho dr sam loomis is directly named after john gavin's character the boyfriend to marion in the movie the name Marion Chambers, the nurse on Halloween, is inspired by Marion and Judge Chambers. Billy Loomis, the killer from Scream, was also inspired by Sam Loomis and Psycho. And also Bates High School in Carrie is inspired by Norman Bates from Psycho. That's a risk this, to cast Jamie Lee Curtis just because of her mother. Like You have no idea where her act... I mean, she's a good actress, but you have no idea what her act, acting style is or acting um, skill is to be like... Your mo- it's like casting. It, but it's also, I mean, it's not. She's not just Janet Lee. She's Janet Lee and Tony Curtis's daughter, like two of the biggest Hollywood stars of all time. But that does. I'm trying to think. Is there anyone who like doesn't who was not a good actor that their kids are the kids of famous celebrities? I'm trying to think. I'm not saying she. It doesn't mean that she's not going to be good, but I feel like that's a risk to be I like. I mean, in the beginning, I can. <laughs> Lily Collins. She was not a great actor when she first started out. Did people like Dakota Johnson when she first started out? No, but she's uh, Dakota John. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have Sofia Coppola was hated as an actress, but as a director, she's, you know, beloved. So the guy who's in the after movies finds Finn. His name is like Hero Fines. Ray Fines. Ray Fines, his son. Not Ray Fines. Um, the guy who plays Voldemort. Ray Fines. Oh, yeah. His son. Hero Fines Tiffin. Hero Fines Tiffin. He's a terrible fucking actor. Really? Yeah. And that runs in the whole... F- I mean, the family acts. That's surprising. But I guess that's, that's so, my point. It's like horrible. He is horrible. I mean, maybe it's because it's, his first film series is obviously a fucking trilogy. Yeah. Of terrible young young uh, adult. But based YA, off, yeah. It's based off a One Direction fan fiction, so that probably doesn't <laughs> help. But he is so bad. But, then, but that's like saying, Sofia Coppola, you're a terrible actress, but let's just take a risk on you directing. Like, that's the same thing. I mean, I have one. Um, Zoe Deutsch. She's a good actress. She's a good actress, but her parents are famous. We're looking for bad. Okay, Jimmy. We're looking for bad actors. <laughs> good for Ch- you. <laughs> Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. He doesn't act, does he? He, he yeah, does. He does. I thought he just raps. We don't talk about him. Oh, I thought he just raps. I didn't know he acted. He did. He does, but I don't think he's great. Oh, do you have any more shotgun? Fans? I have one more. Okay, please recite. Before Psycho, movie theaters would play shows on rotation all day long. People would frequently come to the middle of one and stay until the middle of the next showing, leaving when they came in. But Hitchcock made all the movie theater owners sign a contract that they would not let anyone in the theater until the start of the next film. Once they were late, they would not be allowed until the next showing. This started formalizing the whole process of mandatory seating times at theaters, which continues until today. Does it, though? 
people walk in all the time. But they yeah. they, they get kicked out in the, at the end of the movie. Uh, oh, oh, but, I oh you, like you can't just, just sit. You can't there. just sit there all day and watch. Oh, a movie. I thought you meant like they, they get kicked out. I was like, so they wait till the end after the movie. Get out of here. You get out. No, that's that's what that was in the documentary. And I I didn't realize that was a. Yeah, and they had all cut up cut, cardboard cutouts. Don't ruin the ending. Don't and stuff. ruin the ending. I think they had Hitchcock saying five minutes until Psycho, ten minutes until Psycho. And it's like it's, they have a poster yeah. of him being like, "Hey," like pointing his finger, like Uncle Sam, like, "Don't you dare fucking come to this movie." And that was like because movies really didn't have spoilers. I feel like back then, like they do now. I mean, like now that all the superhero movies and stuff, they kind of like have surprises. I feel like that was one of the big. Is there any, any ones before that? Not of significant. Not like. A spoiler that would like significantly destroy the movie. Which this the Wizard of Oz with the with the with the wizard not being real. Okay, I can see that, but I feel like that's towards the end of the movie. So it's like you're not you're not wondering where because the whole point he says he didn't want people going in and saying like where's Janet Lee. I think it's also like because Wizard of Oz is a a fantasy movie that like it's not really something that the twist would ruin it. That's true. Jimmy, any more shotgun facts? No, that's it. That's all I have. I mean, I have. It's over. I had I had <laughs> one in my head that I didn't say it. In the beginning, before she steals the money, Janet Lee has a white per- pocketbook and a white bra on. After she steals the money, she has a black bra and a black pocketbook. Like to like signifying like the innocence is gone. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. But you know, we didn't bring up Hitchcock and where he is in the movie. Yeah, he's he did it early on, so people wouldn't be asking where he was in the movie. He's in all his movies. Yes. Yeah. So he's in. He's the M Night Shyamalan of the fifties. That's another. Really? That's another um, shotgun fact. Where is it? Grabbed. I don't know if I saw he him. He is in the window of the shop um, of her work. So I think her colleague, his his daughter. That's yeah. Her colleague is his daughter. I believe. So yeah. rumor has it is that he wanted to be in that shot specifically when she's walking in and you see the front window mm-hmm. rumor has it that they want he wanted that shot specifically so he could be in one shot with his daughter and well, be like nice. okay this is gonna be it but like i said that's a rumor oh uh. i also laughed at his daughter because the character she played in the movie just in my mind i was like oh she's the she's the stupid friend She's the friend that does not know any better. He must have not seen my wedding ring. I was <laughs> laughing so hard. <laughs> it's just like he. This movie is like almost like a. It's like you. The movie goes. It's like it just. You think it's gonna be a totally different movie. I guess the. But did the trailers suggest that it was gonna be a? I've never seen the trailer. The trailer they said was like five minutes long. We also didn't say that this is the first movie that you saw a flushing toilet. It is. Yes. Jimmy, where are these Jimmy. shotgun facts? I don't know. Maybe it's part of the trivia. You never know. Oh. <laughs> we know an answer. Okay, Jim. Thanks for your sh- shotgun facts. We'll stop talking about the shotgun facts because we might be ruining your trivia game, which we yeah. may. <laughs> from, be very now con- on, from now on, please don't question my, my trivia <laughs> shotgun facts. I haven't looked at any of like, the trivia. I like to look at the, the facts on like IMDb. I was not allowed to look at those because he said he took all his shotgun facts and trivia questions from those. So I've been very blind of these movies because I really like to read through them after the movie, but... We'll stop, I promise. Yeah, Forget Jimmy, don't it. don't be dramatic if we bring something up. <laughs> just don't say don't be like I can't just <laughs> oh! start screaming. <laughs> no. Okay, you know what? On that note, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. Bye. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And we are the hosts of Two Beards Please Podcast. I asked him if he'd ever done this before. He said that he had. So you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table? Just before we start, right. So you didn't think to ask these questions 
like in a consultation visit. I really or didn't care. I just wanted lines. to prolong the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as I could. I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? What's they deserve apples. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? <laughs> okay. This beardy is based on a limited amount of time, and I only had two beers. <laughs> <laughs> laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing, and we're responsible. Find all of the links to our social media as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com. Wouldn't it be better if you put her someplace... You mean an institution? A madhouse? It's not as if she were a, a maniac, a raving thing. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Haven't you? And we're back. Ready to start the movie. Did we all like it? Yes. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I've watched this movie. I unfortunately have seen the Gus Van Sant remake. I watched Bates Motel. Oh, quick question: who, who is Gus Van Sant? Name a movie of his. I couldn't. I meant to go look no. it up. Did he do? Um, uh, he didn't do. Um, Good Will Hunting, right? I have no. I don't idea. know why I had to say Good Will Hunting. Like Good Will Hunting, <laughs> like, <laughs> like a, a rainbow. rainbow. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Good Will Hunting. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, I was the trying. The more to... you know. <laughs> About Gus Van Sant. <laughs> I didn't know why. I was trying to think of a movie he did. Because the, in the documentary, they literally said they tried to recreate the shower scene shot for shot. And yeah. the editor's like, this isn't working. Can we not do this, please? Like, I, I, I would like to make a good they movie. They showed nudity, though. Yeah, he did, did do Good Will Hunting, yes. Oh, he did, okay. There was a shot of the butt in the in the this shower scene. Was there? There was, but they had to edit it out because everyone was like, censorship! We can't bots! <laughs> it's the 1960s! <laughs> censorship... It's weird to me. Well, this is a movie that pushed so many boundaries. Like I said, this movie, like just the opening scene alone, that is something that you never saw in cinema until this movie. Well, let's 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 talk about certain aspects of it. Let's talk about. Do you want to start with here? I have some categories. Okay. Start with acting. You you know, writing or plot. You pick the choice. Let's start with directing because we were kind of talking about pushing the boundaries, and that's pretty much Alfred Hitchcock. You watch North by Northwest, right? I did. It's not my favorite. I didn't care for it. If one. you were to we're see that first, then this. Is it I never saw North by Northwest. Is it a complete one eighty of a movie? Like Um, North by Northwest is more like a is more of a political espionage thriller. Mm-hmm. Which now is all of his movies very like uh grand and stuff, not smaller? Rear Window is smaller because okay. it takes place in pretty much one room. Now that is closer to Psycho than I would say any of the other. Now movies. how many was that after Psycho or before Psycho. I don't know. You know what's fucked up, though? After he dies, when they started making all the sequels, and every like the, the first the Psycho 2, which uh, Anthony Perkins, who played Norman Bates, was in all the Psychos before he died. I was like, they waited until after he died, and I was like, that's kind of fucked up. Rear you should have left it. Rear Window was six um, six years before Psycho? But, like, the I, yeah, I mean, like, I, I can see people getting expecting one thing getting another, but the directing was, like, he's such... He does push the back. Like, literally, like, all the shots he was doing, like, the... The way he like came into the window, like I feel like no one really like comes in and like goes through the window and stuff like that, like they do now. I would say his directorial cinematic look is closely closer to Vertigo. 
I didn't like Vertigo. But he does. He doesn't take like he's not experimental. Experimental. Is what I I'm would say he's a little experimental. I, like Hitchcock is like someone who's really into voyeurism. Mm-hmm. So he's really into filming things the way that humans will see it. So even though obviously we the shower scene's the most iconic, um, part of the film cinema wise, I think that. Abergost's death the guy who dies on the stairs I think that the way he filmed that was insane Mm -hmm. it was amazing like they said that the shot itself was such like so freaking difficult they had to make this entire rig where you see you know how he's like falling down the stairs Mm -hmm. and they're following him he was like sitting in a chair so they basically have like a chair going down these stairs and then having to hold the camera above him at a, they said they had to do so many takes of it because the whoever the camera people were were also filming this like manually, mm-hmm. as in like they had to manually zoom and zoom out, and it was just so it was so difficult because originally I think they just had him stab being stabbed and stuff, but they said like Hitchcock hated it. He was just like I'm watching this guy walk up and it doesn't I don't see an innocent guy dying like. The way we're filming it, this is just not working. So he came up with the whole rigging idea to like f- put this dude in a chair and let's like have him go down and just like film him from above. You can also tell that sh- that scene in particular, you can tell that like, that was more like you can tell that it's different. Yeah. Because like all of a sudden, like I remember I watched it, it was like you just see the way they're filming it. Because I remember reading, they said he used the camera that is very similar to the human eye. So it just looks like mm-hmm. you're watching it, you're a part of it and everything. But that one looked like because it had more of a, a blur behind it and looked more cinematic. Yeah. Because probably they, they, they probably just worked that better with that camera. Yeah, the, he, but it's true because they said like he has like a lot of God shots. It's very like mm-hmm. watching. And he, I think he's very more like what movies are today back with, before than what movies were in That's 1960. What That's what I was going to say. This is like one of the older movies where like straight up, I it the, the way he filmed it is more how we see modern type movies now versus where it used to be just like a super stilted one type of shot yeah. for, the, for movies. And he cut, and like especially time. the shower scene, like I think they said he, he, there was 52 cuts in the shower scene. Like no one ever cut that much back then. I would be curious to like see what he would make a movie like now because now it's like what he does is more. I feel like Christopher Nolan would be similar to what he similar is. to what he does. I get. I mean, I guess that's true because I didn't realize based on the documentary. Literally, they like the amount of stuff. Like, there's a lot of social commentary in this movie. Like they said, like right, like before, it's like back in the 30s, there used to be like the leading ladies, and a lot of it they kind of died out for the leading man. And like he said, that's why he killed Janet Lee because it was like literally killing the leading lady. Um, I think they said like he had so much foreshadowing in it. They said there was so many like talks about mother, so much shower. Like, you see a lot of showers in different scenes. It was, I, and I didn't really even pick that up. There's so much subtle directing in this movie where it's like, that's why like you watch it, you read about it and you appreciate the movie more. He also, after Janet Lee gets killed and Anthony Perkins, he's like, mother, what did you do? The blood. He took the bass out of Anthony Perkins's voice to make it seem more boyish. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I thought, I thought he was very good as a director and I, I do want to watch more of his films. I didn't like Vertigo, but I haven't seen many i saw i think rear window but i haven't rear watched it for a while my favorite hitchcock film but i heard north by north i know you didn't like it but i heard that's like incredible i haven't it, seen any of his other films i don't think like in in their entirety i've seen some of his other ones did he do um what was that movie that came out this year on netflix with 
uh, Army Hammer and a movie this year came out with Army Hammer. Army 2020. Hammer? It was 2020. Oh, Rebecca. He did Rebecca. I saw that. Oh, with um. Lily, Con- no, Lily- uh, Re- the girl from Cinderella. Lily James. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Rebecca. I, I did see that. That's a that, so that was, he, I think the re- he the original that. he did. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he made like he. I mean, he was doing stuff before when it was silent movies too, but. But like, I feel like this movie really pushed him hard because he had such a small budget. Because well, no one wanted. Yeah, because no one wanted it because the way he wanted to do it, they were like, that's gross. No one wants to see that. We do not want to fund this. And he bankrolled the movie himself. Luckily, he found a distributor. But like, I feel like he was also forced to be more creative because it's like, you know, he didn't have that huge budget at his disposal. I also didn't realize he's he was very similar in Walt Disney where like he had his own TV show and like did all these very like Alfred Hitchcock presents type situations because that's who filmed this movie. Who, that was the fit, like the set direct set director, all the production, all the they, crew, all the basically. crew. Pretty much, he took from that except for like the score and some other things, uh, and the editor. Also, another really good one is Rope, which is supposedly. Oh, shot I heard of that. Oh, one, the birds is amazing. The birds and Rope is is one is one shot, one continuous really? shot. There's three cuts on the film, I think. Do you remember when I was? Remember back in the day when where, where the you birds. were scared of birds and I wasn't scared of that type of movie. And now look at us. Now look, you at can us. watch the creepiest movies and go to sleep like, and sound, oh, sleep, sleep, sleep time. I'll fall asleep like, during it. Be like, oh, I'm like rocking during it, freaking out. <laughs> but I mean, also the the acting was. I I don't love older movies sometimes because the acting is like a different what. You just haven't seen the right older movies. Well, that's what I'm saying. a lot of it. But they're but the the way no, that they acted was way over the top back in the it was day. It's more theatrical. Yeah. Versus film. So like back then, like you know, like. You have to admit the acting was more theatrical versus naturalism because they all spoke with that weird accent. I don't They understand. spoke. They almost like they came from Broadway. They spoke to fill the last seat instead of like the camera that's right in front of them. So I felt that from I, Janet Lee was amazing, but she also still had that like kind of old Hollywood face. Mm-hmm. So did um, her boyfriend also mm-hmm. kind of had that. I think Anthony Perkins, in my opinion, was the biggest standout in this movie because he was the first person in the movie who his naturalism was amazing. And, you know, he spoke with a normal voice. It wasn't him being theatrical. He didn't have that weird lilt that you hear in older Hollywood movies, like from mm-hmm. that era. And it was just everything just kind of the acting in this was superb. I think everyone killed it, to be honest. And you know what's funny? Only Janet Lee, I think, got nominated for I an Academy Award. No, he did not. Yeah. That's why I was. I have it in my notes. I was I'm shocked he was... I thought both of them were very good together, like especially their scenes were like in the parlor room where he's talking about uh, committing his mother to like a home. Yeah. I thought both of them, because you can see her getting scarier and almost her, the mother side of him coming out in a way. Yeah. He was incredible. And also, I did not realize, you might know this, do you know who his son is? I'm assuming not. Yeah. I do. But he did, because he told me. Wait, I think I do. He was the, the, the dorky guy from Legally Blonde. What the my fuck? mind? I don't know why. He's I thought, a director now. He does a lot of. He did he, uh, Gretel and Hansel. It was I, when you told me that. I my my, my jaw like dropped. I was like, yeah, excuse I was me, like, what? He wasn't legally blonde. He goes, what? I'm like, it was the nerdy guy. And you just, I think, just like stood there and like collapsed. Because as floor. soon as you said legally blonde, I was like, because I'm like, oh, that guy, and that the dorky guy looks like Anthony Perkins. And now he was like, oh, it's the nerdy guy. I was like, <gasps> and then I'm like, he, but he looks so old in that movie. I thought he was much older, and like he looks younger now than he did. That maybe they made him up that way. But I was shocked. Like, so now two, both of them have famous kids. No, well, he's not that famous, but both of <laughs> them had kids in the industry. He did, like, I think he was amazing in the movie. Like, Very good. He, he was like, he gave off that 
the every man like type of feel like mm-hmm. very easily and it's like you know he's like he, the way he was acting was just like that could be just someone on the streets being like hey what's up like and he didn't there was no hint like obviously now we all know what the twist is yeah. and we know he's the bad guy but if i was watching that movie now i would have no freaking idea mm-hmm. that he was the killer I know I hate almost watching these movies because it's like you know what's coming. It was like same with Game of Thrones, all the twists and stuff, and it's just like I want and there's that's why like I love I I try to keep no spoilers to things. I love I love being surprised with the movies and like seeing the twists. I'm trying to think of the most recent movie that had like a really really big twist. Malignant. Oh, and to be honest with you, I hated that movie, but the twist was the best part because I did not. I see don't that think com- Kelly has seen. No, it. I won't say it. I won't say it. But I hated the movie, but the twist I saw coming out of nowhere, and I was like. I give them respect for that and that alone. Okay, that's true. Thank you for bringing that I up. Like you haven't seen it still? Nope. No? Just, I would say just, just watch, watch like hour, like an hour in. I like don't <laughs> want to watch it by myself. But yeah, the acting was like, I, I thought it was very good. And they ha- they handled action really well, I thought. I thought because the movies back then, movies back then really didn't do like big things. And I thought the shower scene, like I thought all that, they and like the way like. um, They did really good at covering up the stunts. Yeah. Because, you know, back then, it wasn't, they didn't really cover up stunts. Like, it just wasn't good. Like, I literally was watching The Batman with Adam West a couple days ago. Oh, my God. Like, so terrible. Like, and that's not just for that. Because, obviously, that's a campy show. But it's on most movies and shows, like, from that era. They just did not cover up the stunts well. No. They put, like, someone in a wig. Someone in a, not even that, but it's like you could see they didn't make any connection when they do their fake punches. Like all of a sudden people are like, oh no. Yeah. But it's like Alfred Hit, Alfred Hitchcock, the way he can direct, he just knows how to cover all that shit up. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, do we need to see that? And it's funny because I hate quick cuts. The shower I mean, scene is a quick cut. I know. Yeah. I am an advocate against quick cuts because. But, I mean, it's a different type of thing, but no, yeah. I hate quick cuts in general because it ju- it jars me too much, and I feel like I can't see anything, and if I can't see anything, it makes me very upset because mm-hmm. I'm like, what the... We spent millions of dollars for me to see blurs of color. Yeah. But the way he did it, I saw everything, even though it was going... Beep, 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 and I was like, oh, my God, did that knife actually go into her abdomen? And it's funny because, yes, there. I think for the 60s, it could have been done a, l- a little better, but, like, back then, for the, for the time, it was done so well like because sometimes you can kind of the way they it's like the way they matched it up it didn't really fully go but to your point i think in the documentary they said that he never the knife never touches and everyone's like no no no, it does and they're like no watch it back even because they think it hits the stomach and he says no there is a space between the knife and the stomach because it's yeah. a real knife no yeah because they did it in bat they did it in reverse yeah, I know. I was yeah. about to say they did it in reverse because I was reading a thing about it and they were just like, yeah, that knife never actually touched her. They're like, the way we filmed it just makes it look like it. Also, that's dangerous. You're using a real knife on set. <laughs> it was the it? 60s. It was a different thing. Also, like, this was the longest movie we were going to talk about this month. And I feel like this is the one that never dragged a beat, I feel like. No, it did not. There was no low point at all. I was enthralled the entire movie. And um, just like, I like everything about this movie, like it's so groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that this movie is still better than some slasher movies that are out today. And it's just kind of like, you they did this on an $800,000 budget. 
They did it in black and white. They did it with 35 millimeter. Y'all didn't do any of this shit. And like you guys have millions of dollars at your disposal and you still make a shit movie. I think the problem is people and maybe people want this, but I feel like when you go and you 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 do the kills, but you don't show anything sometimes like, yes, you see the blood coming down. So you get the illusion, but you actually don't literally see someone getting torn from. Well, what, who's Art the Clown? What is he Art ter- the Clown? He goes from vagina to, to sternum. And I'm assuming everything fl- like pops out of her. Yeah, she okay. falls apart. She's so, upside down and he just cuts her in half. Okay. It's, it's a mess. And maybe people want that. I don't. I think. I like that. Yes. But I think that sometimes that's done. Like, I feel like Halloween. I heard this new one does not do that. I heard this new one literally just like throws a bucket of blood on you in the theater yes but um i feel like they lost that i'm waiting for them to come back a little bit to that i, I think that that's the only reason they do that is because they didn't have the budget but so, sometimes that works better it's if you notice that always the stories where they didn't have the budget it always ends up working better Texas than people Chainsaw. who yeah, yeah it, they, they barely had any blood in it but it always if if you hear even just like not even horror movies we didn't have the budget and the movies come out better than movies that have the budget you know why because i think they were leaning now like during that time, it, it, sometimes they lean more towards cringe versus ten be tense. Yeah, because slashers I associate more with thrilling thrillers. You know than there's a reason. Bloody. There's a reason I why guess both, it, it, it's gotten bloodier and bloodier. Because in the like, let's say the sixties and seventies, seventies in particular, probably they really didn't like. This was all new, so they really didn't need to show the blood. In order to get the reaction and the suspense and everything, now everyone is so used to that they need to keep going higher and higher and higher and higher to get that same reaction from the audience. I don't think that's necessarily true because look at Insidious. Insidious doesn't have a lot of blood. That's not a a slasher, though. I wouldn't. Well, I'm just talking about horror movies in general. Like even like it's just it's not a hundred percent necessary to get that tense moment. Okay, like. That's true. I mean, The Conjuring barely also has any. But if to exactly. your to your point, where it had to top top and top, and then Saw came in, and they literally had to like pretty much like blow up dead bodies everywhere. The first Saw is not particularly gory. It pushes the boundaries it in blood. The boundaries. It's not even particularly. It's not gory at all. Yeah, it's not. It's not into the second one because a lot of it does it off camera. I think truth, because they didn't have the budget. Truthfully, Malignant yeah. is James Wan's goriest film. Gorious or. Did you say glorious or glorious? Glorious. <laughs> glorious. Bloodiest. Bloodiest. But film. no, but I just, I'm waiting for it to like where you have to, in order to top the, the biggest bloodiest thing is actually not showing it anymore. I feel like it has to topple at one point. It's not even that. It's that when, for me, when you go to gore, you're being lazy. Mm-hmm. I, you're lazy in yeah, my opinion. But I mean. Look if you're at, going to gore. But some people do it right. Look at Scream. That's not, not Scream really is gory. full of they they use Nightmare on Elm Street did it. Well, you know what it is? Do you, you have ma- to do it. Wes Craven. Wes Craven. He liked his. But gore. that's also like a comedy type thing. Yes, but I now, can't really like compare it because it's like when I see it, I know I'm supposed to laugh. See, but I mean Nightmare on Elm Street. You're supposed to laugh at a lot of that stuff. Well, the first one, he yeah. didn't want you to. Mm-hmm. After that, he becomes a joke until a new nightmare. I feel like the way they do it, they do it for that shock, but then it's not the entire movie, which I personally would rather, because then you get that, oh my God, because you feel it, and if it's not like a, I'm trying to think of a movie that I watched that was literally just like cutting people open, and you're just like, this is just gross. Well, you refuse to watch Terrifier with me, so you'll never no, know. I'm never going to watch that. That's that's stupid. I'm going to bring that up in another episode this month, because there's a thing I have to, a, a problem with I have with you. 
for Terrifier compared to another thing. But okay, okay, it's a tease. I right already, there. I already know what you're okay. talking about. Yeah, probably, but it's a tease. But we're gonna move on. Saw the Saw movies. Mm-mm. Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say we're doing because we literally listed all the movies now. We're There's doing no the- reason that it should be a surprise. We want people to be like, surprise! Yes, yes, yes. Our lineup this month is Psycho. I thought you were gonna sing it. I thought you were gonna. I was doing Mr. Movie Phone. Remember when you do Moonlight? You're like Moonlight. <laughs> That's weird. Um, it's Psycho. Psycho. Nightmare on Elm Street. A Nightmare on Elm Street. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Two thousand parentheses. Two thousand three. Close parentheses. The Strangers. And the Strangers. Bye. Yeah, that does sound like Mr. Movie Phone. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I good. literally at the very end, I'm like, I saw Josie and the Pussycats recently. So again. No. Or like three months ago, Movies we watched three it. Three months ago? And that's <laughs> what I was basing it on. I saw Josie and the Pussycats recently. No, I meant when we all watched it. <laughs> well, that's a good plug for our episode. Go watch our review on Josie and the Pussycat because apparently you can, has, you can learn it, to be Mr. Movie Film. it has impacted Jimmy so much. No, no. Not <laughs> you know, even three months. If you months. call 777 film, it doesn't pick up anymore. Jimmy, do you know how long ago you watched Josie and Pussycat? No. April 19th. That was April? Um, but no, but back to the... And this is also the second, well, first out of the two that are based off of Ed Gein. Fun fact. He's one of my favorite serial killers, everyone. Um, oh, also, Fun all fact these... fact about myself. <laughs> terrifying fact about yourself. No one's going to want to meet you. Um, also, all these movies, I think, have sequels or remakes. I think that we're doing. The Strangers had a sequel. Nightmare on Elm Street has, like, reboots, sequels, all that. Uh, this had sequels and reboots, and Texas Chainsaw, the one we're doing, is a remake, and then that one has a sequel, and there were sequels to other ones. And then there's the sequel coming out to the original one soon, at some time on Netflix. That's the new trend. Ever since Halloween is the... Well, that might be good, because Halloween's mm. good. The 2018 one's good. I feel like there was another movie that but did it de- beforehand. It depends. It really does... De- it just straight up depends. Does it need a sequel? Yeah, does it need a sequel? And then it's like, if you're going to do a sequel, is it good? Yeah, but would you have... I mean, you're biased. Wait, let me ask Kelly. Would you have said Halloween needed a sequel after all these sequels? Well, I watched all them, so no. That's what I'm saying. It depends. Jamie Lee Curtis, if she wants to do it, we need... You need, like, someone from the original? No one from the original No, Texas? that is not 100% true. Well, the original final girl of Texas is dead. She died. A couple, like, about... In real life? Within the last five or ten years. Because Halloween 2 had Jamie Lee, and that sucked. I kind of like the second one. I like the second one, so I can't what? talk about it. I like I like the empty hospital. What's the other one that she's in? H two O is like one of my favorites. And resurrection. Don't talk about resurrection. No. To be honest with you, I know this is unpopular between the three of us, but I like resurrection better than four, five, and six. Oh god. Yeah. I know. I can, that's what I'm saying I unpopular. Can give you, I can no, give you know six. what? No, you, I can give you six. No, but I know why because like. <laughs> It's Matt. Like, he loves dumb shit like that. Halloween 4. No, no, it's not, I'll tell you exactly why. Great. Halloween 5 could have been that no. m- amazing movie because they set it up so good. And they're like, that twist? Yeah. We're not going to talk about it. Halloween That's 5 why. I like better than 4. No, I like 5 the best. I like 5 better than That's 4. That's what she just said. I mean, I like 4 <laughs> the best. Okay, so back to Psycho. I have to say, though, this movie is what I was trying to think of this and I was waiting to ask you because you might be able to help me. The movie itself, when it goes into the twist and literally throws out the rest of the, the first half of the movie, and let, except for a couple of yeah, parts. Like, like, oh, yeah, she stole money. Okay. No that was really the only part they kept with the sister and stuff like that and the, and the boyfriend. Like, that's probably one of the, twi- the only, tw- like, one of the best twists where there's not very few movies that throw out the entire first half of a movie and continue a new story, and you don't even, like, bat an eye. Is there anything else I was trying to think? Probably. I just can't think of anything. Movies with biggest twists. 
But we're we're like literally throwing out the first half. But I makes think we sense. have to look up movies with biggest twists, and then we can kind of like. I'm like trying to think of a movie with twists. Yeah. I don't think there's a category that's like <laughs> movies with biggest twists that throw out the entire beginning of the movie. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's one of the few is that maybe Psycho one of the only few that literally gets rid of its plot because like I'm the only twist I can think of because I just the most recent one was um, Malignant didn't throw out the first half. Parasite, but that didn't really throw out the first not, half. Yeah, that didn't throw anything out because it was still the same. Like yeah, poor people have a difficult times like he literally made this movie just to have the shower scene and go on and cabin so. in the woods actually yes, yes. cabin in the woods but look how that that's like considered ahead of like like pushing the envelope too that's a very psycho like current day psycho type movie it's so different what other things do you want to talk about this movie we've been to the psycho house can i tell you I, so i'm assuming that wasn't outside they filmed it in a studio right yeah and they moved, they it moved it outside because mm-hmm. i was like I kind of want to go back down now. Seeing it again, I'm like, I want to walk around it. That's what I want to do. Because we went you to Universal do, and we, you, you know what? You can do that at Horror Nights. Yeah, Horror Nights. You're allowed really? to walk in the back yeah. lot. But they have people <gasps> coming out and stuff. Why have we not gone to California for Horror Nights? I don't know. I like how we've only gone once together. <laughs> We're like, why have we done We've that? all only gone once. But how come no, we haven't I've done I've gone a couple this. times, it's but e- together we've only gone once. It's not oh, even that. True. Like, I was just like, I don't want to bring it up because we're all in, like, physical pain because we can't go this year. <laughs> It's also very weird when you're walking. It's like, and here's how the Grinch stole Christmas. And yeah. then around the around the corner, here's the motel where Marion was murdered. And, and then you turn the corner. And sometimes they they do show um um an actor carrying a. He a, does that really. He did that on the oh, back I remember lot that. tour. Yes, yeah, they I remember put that. him in the the trunk of the car. And then you turn the corner, and it's the plane explosion from War of the Worlds. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a then lot. I think, it's and then so I think random. it's the Desperate Housewives street. It's. Yeah, yeah. No, because I was trying to like see. I was like, oh, how they had it set up? Because I was like, oh, I remember seeing that, and now I want to do the thing again. Remember when Rihanna was marrying Crane? Yeah. (laughs) See, I never watched Big (laughs) Faith. Oh, actually, this is a question. Even though I know we're going to TV realm, how faithful is Bates Motel to the Psycho movie? Not at all. He kills his mother and keeps her in the house. Yes. That's about it. Because and they own a hotel called Bates Motel. Because I was very confused about Bates Motel because when they're like, okay, Rihanna's um, cast Marion is Marion Crane. Crane. I'm like, how exactly is this like connecting with the movie? Like, I know that it's like little things here and there, but it's like, how are they spoiler elongating alert. this? Spoiler into alert. A- he does not kill Marion Crane. He kills the boyfriend in the shower. In the show? Yes. Okay. Is the boyfriend famous? No. He lets her go because I think she's in like an abusive relationship or something with him. It's it's different. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, well, now we can't just be. We can't even be like, what, how how did they do that? It's 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 clearly different. Yeah. I was watching this movie. I mean, he was like, what you're describing is Bates Motel, but I was like, that'd be cool if they made like a a prequel where you don't realize yeah, he was like, no, 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 no but, make a prequel. No, no, but I, I meant like, like that. That's Bates. Motel. No, I know, but I meant like you should make a prequel. You don't realize it's a prequel to. Isn't that something where like they made a like a prequel or a sequel to a movie and you didn't realize at the very end? Oh, so um, Prometheus. Yes, but we something all sim- we all knew. Oh, 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 oh! Final Destination Five. That's uh, what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. Okay. that was a good one. But you knew it was a Final Destination. I'm saying that you what? don't describe it as a psycho prequel, and you just I don't know. I feel like if you can do it right, what he's talking about is Prometheus, where it's like literally doesn't have share the name, doesn't share like anything mm-hmm. remotely. Like, oh, it. no one knew that was a uh, uh, aliens. We all knew. No, like we knew if if okay. you were. If you inv- liked movies like us, we mm-hmm. knew. Okay. Like, if you were like a casual movie goer, you definitely had no fucking idea. Okay. And you probably might not even have known at the end of you the movie. You still might not know. If you have never seen, <laughs> if you've never seen Alien. 
before after we were saying, um, what's her name? Uh, Janet Lee must have been in the shower for at least some of it because I remember I had a thing here that she said she she couldn't really go to showers anymore because of this movie. Oh. So it must have been a mix of. You the know what's two. funny is she said that after she saw the um, scene of the knife looking like it went into her stomach. She's like that is the scene that really oh really like scared of like um taking showers and stuff also this is one of the very few movies where it was panned by critics and then the and then after it came out and audience i thought it was mixed well people it was not well received it really wasn't it was like a mix like a low mix it wasn't like a some really high some low it was like some are good but a lot of them are bad and then the audience loved it and then actually critics reevaluated it i feel like no movie has done that because like those are the cult favorites, but this is uh, this is a classic. This is not a cult favorite. I feel like so. I feel like th- that's a that's a big thing from this movie as well. To be clear, what Matt's also saying is he's not he's talking about the movie itself and not a different cut. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I was like, wait a second. Like they actually critics went back and reevaluated it because I was like, you have like that's like saying, well, the audience didn't love cats, but I'm saying if, if the audience loved cats or something and they went back and they reevaluated, that you is just, literally the it's worst. It's like Showgirls example. Have they gone back and read They back? have gone back and they said this, it's it's not, if you look at it through a different lens. But isn't that more of a cult than like a classic? Do you know what movie has actually gone up? Batman versus Superman. Really? That Rotten Tomato score has risen by 2%. By really? Critics who have gone back to rewatch it after watching the Zack Snyder Justice League cut. Maybe people should, maybe that should become more of a thing, like reevaluating movies after actually, because you don't, I feel like a lot of times there's a lot of interference there, but. Yeah, but it's too, like, to be honest, like, every, we all say the same thing. Like, you can't go by critics, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But honestly, like, when I look at critic scores and I watch movies, it's very rare that there's a movie that I don't agree with the critic score. I usually agree with the critics unless, like, the audience score is completely opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's if it, they have, like, 90 and the critics has, like, 20 or, if, like, vice versa. That's the only time where I'm like, okay, now I have to see it because I'm curious if, what what's the case here? Jimmy, it's time. <laughs> play so you guys okay okay so question number one this movie is considered considered the first to show what a shower running (laughs) a toilet flushing or a corpse a A toilet toilet flushing kelly said i I couldn't say rushing yeah kelly got that we're not gonna do buzzers you aren't wrong it's technically both the shower too showing someone showering what was the third option a corpse okay that's probably in a lot of movies yeah what other horror movie shows Janet Lee driving a blue and white 1940, no, 1957 Ford sedan? Wes Craven's A New Nightmare, Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, or Halloween H2O? Halloween, Halloween H2O. H2O. Yes. yes. Who got and that? Matt, you did. Yes. And the psycho theme that plays. That is not fair. At, as as she soon as you away. said that, I was like, oh, he's doing horror movies. Like, She's in the movie. Okay, I was cool. like, I was right. like, H2O. It's tied. How many camera shots and cuts are in the infamous shower scene? 78 and 52. She got it. Uh, she didn't let you finish the question? It doesn't matter. I have a tiebreaker. Well, you couldn't tell. I would have answered it. I was waiting for you to read the question. Okay. I'm sorry because I know the answers to all of them. And I'm like, okay. I can't wait. Matt, are you ready? Yeah. Here's a tiebreaker. If you okay. get this, you win everything. Okay. <laughs> wait, can only he answer it then? Yes. Okay. God, this is stressful. How long is the shower scene? Is it, is it a minute <laughs> well, and 30 oh, seconds? Oh, thank God. Okay, there's this. Is it, is it 20 seconds? Or is it forty-five seconds? Can you repeat the? Can you repeat the question? The answers. Minute and thirty seconds, twenty seconds, or forty-five seconds. 
45 seconds? Yeah, you win everything. Yes! That is not fair. Oh, that was stressful. That was a lot of pressure on me. Oh, literally, of course, the one that I didn't know. You're like, Matt, the tiebreaker. Here we go. A tiebreaker that I could have easily answered as well. <laughs> well, okay, but that's what I'm saying. When, when I was doing the you had to, we had to establish. Fine, fine. No, I no, will no. wait. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is when we whoever does the questions that month, we have to say if you can say it after or before. It's yeah. after. I have to read everything. Well, that was fun. Uh, you know what? I have faith for you this month. If you do it again, I'm not sure. If it's not horror-related, Jimmy, I'm not sure if I have faith for you. But if it's horror, I have some faith. This will be now a horror podcast where all we watch is weird horror movies that I pick. That's then it's by yourself. Okay, one final thing before we rate it, wrap it up, end it for today. It's crazy, like, how much it actually influenced. Like, how much this is in the pop culture zeitgeist. It's just, like, the amount of stuff on the documentary, literally, they, they went through probably... 30 things if that and it's just it's crazy how one thing that they like knew was possibly special or significant when they were filming it how crazy it got and like just blue it's just crazy to think really how much this inspired it's wild okay jimmy we're gonna rate are you ready i forgot about this i was too enthralled (sighs) okay i'm ready Ready? I want to give it a 10, but I don't know if I want it. I'll give it a 9.5. Okay, Kelly? I will give it a... I'm, I'm, I'm torn between 10 and a 9.5 because I've never given... I don't really give out 10s. I know, but if everyone gives a 10, I was going to give it a 10. So don't do that to me. Mm, I'll give it a 9.5 only because Vera Miles and the boyfriend in the third half, I just think they're weak. I'm gonna give it a nine. That's a wait, 9. wait, 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 wait. It's a nine point three. Yeah. Before okay, but I have to sidetrack for a second. Can we just uh, can we just admire that uh, technically a quote unquote horror movie? Me and Kelly gave a higher score than you. I know. Mind blowing. I know. Okay. So why did not you not give that extra half point? Yeah. Explain to us. Um, because I do think it takes just a tad bit too long to get to the actual plot of the story. But the but that part actually is pretty good. Just that's what that's what I'm saying. Bit. Just a tad bit. Okay. Fair well, enough. Well, that's psycho. Look forward to a Nightmare on Elm Street. Do you want to sing it for me, Joe? Because were you singing it before? I was or doing no? movie phone. Oh, can you do it again? So what do you have after this? A Nightmare on Elm Street. And after that, psych. No, we just <laughs> did psycho. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw. Massacre. We're repeating our episode. <laughs> and then finally, the stranger. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I can just say we're just repeating the same episode every week. You should have done that. You should have just been like, Psycho! Psycho! <laughs> also, Strangers episode, we have a special guest. That's a surprise! <laughs> Why did you scream that? Because it's a surprise, don't tell anyone. Okay. Thank gosh. Okay, bye, Jimmy. Bye. bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we want to hear what you think, so leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Horror Review. Click around www.pophorreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan Cast episode.